0: This is Journey Church Podcast. Here at Journey, we believe in encountering God and embracing people. From wherever you're listening, we hope you are encouraged by this week's message. Because we didn't practice, I know. Happy Easter, everyone! Woo! want to welcome you online watching live via satellite. I don't think that's a thing anymore, but just live stream. We're glad you're with us today. What an incredible, incredible day. God has... Through his son, Jesus Christ, has risen from the dead. He's alive. And this is good news. You know, there's just so much news in this world. So much has happened in our lives, and there's not a lot of good news. But I want to tell you today, if you haven't heard this news, that Jesus is alive, before you leave this place today, know this. Jesus is alive. You know, there's a lot of people here today, and some of you I have never seen before. Maybe I haven't seen you in three years, but welcome again. It's good to see your face here today. I don't know what the last few years have looked like for you, but, you know, it's been different for everyone. For my myself, you know, for some of us, we've been, well, for, for the entire world, we've been in lockdown over the last three years, on and off, on and off, and that's been kind of like jarring at times, right, and difficult, and so we, you know, during COVID and during the lockdowns, I've been doing all the things that you, you just couldn't do. And so we try to find new things to do. So one of the things I did was I built a pizza oven. And you know, I just want to show you a shot of that because I'm so proud of this pizza oven. And you have a, you have a clip there. There it is. There's me and my pizza oven. You can cheer for me because that's what I'm looking for today. Real, just I like I need to be lifted up. But for some of us, we couldn't go to the to the to the barber. We couldn't go to the hairstylist. We had to do our own hair. I want to show you a shot of me with my hair. There you go. Uh, it's not so good. I tried my best. Uh, and we did, we did all the things. We made some sourdough bread. Also, we did that. Uh, I don't have a shot of that. But we also, we got a little puppy. Yeah, three years ago. And there's little nacho. Uh, I was going to bring him here today and let him loose. But I was afraid of what he might do. Because when he gets excited, he starts to pee. And so I don't know if that was the right thing to do. I think I made the right call, right? And so anyway, we're, you know, over the last lo- little while, like, life has been weird, hasn't it? Can we all agree? Now, but it feels like, hey, things are changing. Things are looking up. But, but you know, COVID was hard. Lockdowns were difficult. Things were just weird. Uh, but it's good to have some new life. And so this dog brought some good life to our family. It was exciting. It was, it was exhausting. You know, he was like a little baby at night. He'd cry, uh, my mama, you know, and i like, I'm your new mama, man. <laughs> like, you don't need to cry. Here I am. And, and so we have this little puppy, and, and he was difficult. And uh, you know, when I think about this little dog of ours, who's now 65 pounds, he's like a big dog, uh, I think about this new life. And when I think about new life, I think about the new life that we have at Easter, What Easter is all about. It's this resurrection power. It's this incredible new life that we have in Jesus. And if you look at Easter, that's the story, and that's what it's all about. But if you turn on the news, man, that's not what you hear. You hear all kinds of negative, you you hear all kinds of difficult things. There's never anything good on the news, right? You just hear of all the all the bad, because bad sells. I guess uh, if it's not you know the COVID issue it's the health issue around the world if it's not a war or political strife or uncertainty in the world the things that are going on inflation rate you know you know if it's not those things in this world we just need some good news in our lives I think that's why I love Easter so much, that it it reminds me in the hustle and the bustle of life, it reminds me uh, of the remarkable thing that God has done for us through Jesus Christ, His Son. We have new life in Him today. That's the best news at all. You know, at Easter, we are sharing today on this day with billions around the globe that The fact that something new has happened in the world. It's the best news that that changes everything. The fact that no matter how messed up you are. I'm not looking for you to like a show of hands. How many of you in this place are messed up? Because we all know we could all put our hands up. How uncertain the future feels. That there is a new beginning possible for all of us today no matter what your life looks like in this moment, no matter what kind of baggage you're carrying, no matter how difficult, how much the weight is or how much the darkness is that you feel you're carrying, there is good news today. Because Jesus rose again, you can hope again. Because Jesus came back from the grave, that you can come back from whatever is holding you back today. Because Jesus overcame death. That you can overcome whatever it is that you're feeling overwhelmed about. Because Jesus lives. You can experience new life today. Isn't that good news? No matter if you've been a believer for years. Or you're just considering maybe this is your first time in church. And you're considering this whole faith thing. Jesus can bring you new life. Jesus can bring you new joy. He can bring you new energy. I wanna talk about that today. I wanna go back to the original Easter story in Matthew 28, verse 1. When Matthew 28 begins, it's pretty dark times for the followers and the disciples of Jesus. He's been crucified, he's been placed in a tomb. The disciples have been filled with uncertainty and they're filled with this fear because there's all this kind of unknown, like what's going to happen next? And I, and I think in some ways it would have felt like darkness has won, right? It would have felt like what just happened? We were with Jesus and now he's dead. This doesn't make sense. It would look, it would appear that death had won. But Jesus had told them many times over that he would be crucified. He tells them this. And he would rise again on the third day. Had you ever, have you ever known someone that just uh, didn't listen? You know, like you're saying, I feel like I said this a hundred times. You're still not getting it. Well, Jesus' disciples heard this again and again, over and over again, and and it went in one ear and right out the other because he's with them. They didn't get it. So when he's crucified, it looks like darkness and despair has won. All hope is gone. The deal is over. And on Sunday morning, On Sunday morning on Easter, two ladies discover, they they get up and they make their way to the tomb early on Sunday morning, it says in, in, in Matthew 28, as the new day was dawning. Everybody say that two words with new day. Say new day. As the new day was dawning, Mary Magdalene, another Mary, went out to visit the tomb. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake, the Bible says. I don't think that the two Marys really knew what is meant here by new day. You know, sometimes when things are at the darkest, that is precisely the time when God's at work. When God's on the on the move, sometimes when all of your hope is gone, and that you're in the darkest time of your life, that's precisely when God is at work and He's moving in your life. You just can't see it. That's when you just have to keep the faith. You gotta keep on keeping on. The two ladies didn't give up. The scripture says there was an earthquake, the ground was shaking. And sometimes, let's be honest, God has to shake some things up in our lives, doesn't he? Because we're like, "Uh, I don't understand. So sometimes God shakes things up for us. And at this moment, the Bible says an angel of the Lord comes and rolls the tombstone back and, and makes this announcement that Jesus has risen. Now, what's fascinating in the story, it says that the Roman guards that were posted at the tomb, they were terrified. Not only that, they trembled with fear. I don't know if you've ever trembled with fear. But that's the kind of trembling and fearfulness and uh, afraidness these guys were. Like, these are big Roman dudes. And they are scared. They literally passed out, as the Bible talks about it. They're tough guys, and they are down for the count. They freaked out, but the ladies are still standing. Can we give it up for all the ladies in the house today? Come on, ladies, we need you. (laughs) We need you ladies in our lives. The Bible says the angel spoke to the woman, don't be afraid. He said, I know you're looking for Jesus who was crucified. He isn't here. He is risen from the dead, just as he said would happen. Come see his body, where his body was laying. I love how the angel said, Come. Come. Come and investigate for yourself. It's Easter. I don't know where you're at in your faith journey today. I know some people are here in this church because, uh, you know, they they really want to be. You're here today. It's Easter Sunday morning. It's what you do every year. Wonderful. Some are here to make mama happy today, make grandma happy. You're in church. We're glad you're here. Some are really not really sure why you're here. Others are are here because it's on your way to dinner or something. We're glad you're here. We welcome you. We invite you. This is amazing. But I want to suggest to you today that something can happen in your heart today if you simply do what the angel invites the women to do. And that is, come, come. And see for yourself come come and see for yourself I believe that as you open your heart as you lean in as you listen as you allow God to speak to you today as you come and see for yourself I know it seems crazy I know that it seems crazy that over 2,000 years ago a guy rose from the dead, and he ascended into heaven. And that's the person that we put our trust in. Christians for 2,000 years have known how outlandish this sounds. And yet, when I came out of the fog, personally, in my life, in the fog that I was involved with in my life, with substance abuse, and I was willing to come and see for myself when I was not doing what I needed to do. I was following all the wrong things, doing all the wrong things, but I, I came and saw for myself what Jesus was up to. I began to investigate. I began to ask some questions. I began reading books. I began getting into the scripture. I began asking God himself to come and reveal himself to me. And that was the turning point for me. I think God wants to do the same for some of you in this house today. Some of you in this room, they're saying, I don't know what this is about. But I'm invited to come and see. Maybe God is speaking to you today. Maybe God wants to speak to you. God began to do some things in my life 25, 30 years ago in in following Jesus. And I can spend the next hour explaining this to you uh, over what's happened. And I can give you all the data. I can give you all the scientific information and knowledge that you need. But none of it will take away that there's an element of faith involved in trusting Jesus. So I'm thankful for those science nerds in this house. I am thankful for those who need the data. I am so thankful that God has designed us to think this way, that he has designed you creatively. He has designed you to have evidence. And I want you to know all the evidence in the world is still not enough unless you take a leap of faith to trust Jesus today. And I'm inviting you to do that. In just a few moments, I'll give you an opportunity to receive Jesus. But there is this work that's taken place in my life and I believe if you open your heart today, you're going to see as the angel invites, you'll experience this, this new day, this new beginning in your heart and your life. Now, when I go back to the Easter story 2,000 years ago, the angel says, Don't be afraid. And it's a powerful reminder that, that death hasn't won, hate hasn't won, but love has won. Love has won over fear. There's been a lot of talk about fear in the recent years, actually. We've heard this, you know, f- statement. We've heard people talk about fear. I don't know what you're afraid of today. I mean, we're all afraid of some things. Uh, one of the things I'm afraid of is, is um, I'm afraid to tell you, because now you're going to know. But mice. I don't like mice, okay? I'm just saying, if if something were to happen to me and I see a mouse, I just freak out, just freak out. A few years ago when we were moving to Calgary from Ontario, I remember we had to take all of our stuff, we had to put it in a storage container, and and the storage container was in this farmer's field because it was cheaper, right? You you take it and you take it to a farmer's field and in a storage container. I thought, what could go wrong? We put all of our things in, in a farmer's field. Think about what's in a farm, right? And so there it is, all our stuff. And I remember the day we, we come to Calgary, we open up the boxes, and oh there's an infestation. I didn't know it was like a maternity ward. <laughs> they procreate mice. I, no one told me this. I didn't think about it. I wasn't was really attuned to with the mice situation. I didn't even think of mice. Because you know what? I don't like mice. So I try not to think about mice. Now the thing, thing is about mice, they're cute, aren't they? They're cuddly. Disney knows all about mice. That's their logo. Mickey Mouse. Such a cute little guy. But they don't show you what the real documentary behind the scenes about mice is really about. And I'm telling you, it's scary out there. Okay, please don't hold that against me. The pastor's afraid of mice. I didn't know what to do. When I saw these mice, I just kind of freaked out. And I tried not to. I tried to hold it inside. <laughs> we got through it. We went through some of the boxes, threw a lot of boxes out. So I ended up with like zero clothes. And here, anyway, here we are. I pushed through. I don't know what you're afraid of, of today. I don't know what you're afraid about, what is kind of in your you know, purview, but if, I know one of the things that we're all thinking about today, and if we pull up to a gas station, I saw this on social media. Let's go ahead and show this slide here. And the slide says, gas pump, do you want a receipt? Me, no, I'd rather forget this whole experience. (laughs) I mean, when you pull up to the gas station now, like you think you're getting a deal at 1.45, I don't know. So many things that we can fear in our lives. We fear over our relationships. We fear for our family, their future. We have fear for the unknown, the economy, our our jobs, the, the world situation, politics, what might happen, what might not happen. So many things that we can fear in this world. One of the things that the angel says that I think is so powerful to the two Marys at the tomb is not only do not be afraid, he is risen from the dead. But it's this phrase, just as he said it would happen. I want you to catch this here today. It made me think of some other things that Jesus said would happen. I want you to hold on to this. I want you to lean in and listen to this. Let me give you just a little bit of an overview of the New Testament of the Bible. Jesus said this that you are valued. By your heavenly father he said god knows your needs before you even ask he said god will give you everything you need as you seek him first jesus says i am humble and i'm gentle i came to seek and save those who are lost you feeling lost today jesus came for you everyone who asks receives everyone who seeks Finds and everyone who knocks will have the door open to them. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. My father is always working, and so am I, with God. Did you know this? All things are possible. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness. You'll, you'll have the light that leads to life. I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who lives in me and believes in me will never die. In this life, you will have many trials. Is there an amen in the room? And sorrows. Once again, amen. But take heart because I have overcome From now on, the Son of Man will be seated in the place of power at God's right hand. I am the Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. I am making all things new. Yes, I am coming soon. Come on, let's give God praise for that today. That is good news. So if you're a person of faith, listen to me today, and you believe that that Jesus rose from the grave, then you ought to be placing your faith not only in the resurrection, but in all things that he said as well. See, I think as Christians, we we fail here. We just believe in the resurrection. That's awesome. Yeah, but what about this in my life today? What's the Bible say? What about this in my life? I'm going through pain. Well, what does the Bible say? Jesus gives us hope. G- Jesus gives us his word. We have to hold everything together today and recognize that Jesus gives us more than just one thing. It's a full, developed faith, and we, are, we get to live that together today. Just as he said would happen. Then the angel uh, gives the ladies a task in Matthew 28, 7 and verses 8. He says this, now go. Go quickly and tell his disciples that he's risen from the dead and he's going ahead of you to Galilee. You'll see him there. Remember what I've told you. The woman ran quickly from the tomb. They were frightened but also filled with great joy and they rushed to give the disciples the angel's message. You see, the women, when they left, they were still frightened. They still had fear. Who wouldn't? After an encounter like that, like, I mean, that would kind of shake you, kind of rock your world. But they are also filled with great joy, the Bible says. It's possible to have, in in this sense of uh, peace, even in the midst of chaos and difficulty. It's possible to have joy, even in the most terrifying circumstances. It's possible to have a sense of purpose. Even in the midst of pain in our lives. And faith opens so many doors that makes this possible. So they go back. They tell all the disciples that they're terrified, but they're also filled with great joy. And here's the thing. God doesn't always take away our problems. Right? I mean, this is good news. Good things are happening, but he doesn't always take away our problems, but he often adds new life so that we can overcome. Part of that phrase that the angel said to the women at the tomb is that he's not only risen, that he's gone ahead of you to Galilee. Jesus always goes ahead of you. Always. He's not only risen, he said he's going ahead of you. Whatever this first few months of the new year have held for you, I want you to know this, that Jesus has already gone ahead of you. He knows what the next nine months look like. He knows what the next year, 10 years looks like for you. Jesus always goes ahead of you. Whatever you're, you think you've got planned and you've got it all organized in your head, Jesus has already gone ahead of you. Whatever work or family challenges lie ahead of you, Jesus is going ahead of you. Whatever health issues are in store, Jesus is going ahead of you. Whatever challenges are coming on the world stage, the economic stage. Jesus is going ahead of you. The Bible says that he was tempted in all the ways we are, but without sin. So we have a Savior who knows what it's like to struggle. He knows what it is to struggle like you and I, the struggles that we have, no matter what we're facing, no matter what we're going through, Jesus has already taken the lead. He goes ahead of you. He goes ahead of you in sacrifice so that you can have new life. He goes ahead of you in poverty so that you can have the riches of heaven, the Bible says. He goes ahead of you in rejection so that you can experience the acceptance of God. He goes ahead of you in conflict so that you can have a sense of peace, a sense of peace of God. He goes ahead of you in being forsaken by God on the cross so that you can be included in his plans. He goes ahead of you in death so that you can have eternal life. He goes ahead of you in difficulty so that you can have strength today. He goes ahead of you in humility so that you can find glory. He goes ahead of you in your pain so that you can find healing in Jesus. He goes ahead of you in obedience. Listen, No matter what it is you face, Jesus has faced it first. Isn't that good news? He can get you through. Whatever it is that you're going through, because Jesus lives, you can experience new life. Easter reminds us of this good news. That love has won over fear. Not only that, but love has won over the future. Have you ever noticed that, you know, parents tend to change when they have grandkids? You know what I'm talking about? Have you noticed this? All the rules, all the regulations, all the hard lines, they just go out the window. It's gone. Now, when my kids spend time with with the grandparents, you know, uh, I've got to say that the grandparents on both sides of the family are incredibly generous people. We love them tremendously. Just a disclaimer. (laughs) With my parents, I know uh, that I had limits growing up. That's why before you, you see a wonderful person here. Once again, this is a joke, okay? You know, they had limits for us And so, um, but when the kids come over to visit, go to grandma's house, grandpa's house, and and they spend some time with them, look out, man. There are no limits. Whatever you want. Let's have some pizza, ah, some more pizza. Just keep eating, who cares? You want some junk food, kids? I got this, this, this. Soda pop, just drink it like it's water. Like, no problem, that won't harm you, it's good for you. You know, one of the things in Italian families that, that we thought was really healthy for us was Nutella. Now, if you work for Nutella, we're sorry. But, but that was like liberally spread on the bread. Just eat chocolate in the morning. I don't know. The grandparents take over. Like things, I have no authority whatsoever. I've lost all authority. All my power has been taken away from me. Jesus makes this amazing statement just before he ascends into heaven. In the biblical account in Matthew 28, he, he rises from the dead. And he makes appearances to the disciples. And the final word before he ascends into heaven says, Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you and be sure of this, that I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Jesus says that I have all this authority, all authority. Now, I don't know how much that is, but it's a lot. I mean, all means all, right? Jesus is saying you've encountered me in the physical presence to his disciples through this experience, but I have been given all authority. I am large, and I am in charge. If that was just it, it just made uh, the rules then that you can have a sense that this is just a lot of rules without relationship, but Jesus says, I am also with you. You've, You've had my presence so that no matter what it is you experience or whatever it is that you face, I'll be with you. I think that when you open your heart to believe you open your heart to faith. I'll be with you. I think when you you open yourself to, to trusting Christ that he rose from the dead to go first for all of us, what happens in your life is all of a sudden you get this sense of God's presence moving and, and working in this new and profound ways in your life. And it reminds you that whatever it is you face today, you will never, never be alone the bible doesn't say if you follow jesus you won't have problems i mean you're gonna have problems let's just be honest here today jesus says in this world that you're gonna face trouble at one point he he says they rejected him so why would anyone be surprised if they rejected us as followers. I don't know what happens to our mentality, but let's just be clear. There's going to be some rejection. It's not all pixie dust and fairies and unicorns. We face difficulty as believers in Christ. We will face trouble. We will never face it alone. He says, I'm with you always. To the end of the age, so when you have to make an impossible decision, remember that God's with you. When you're forced to make a change that you don't want to make, remember that God's with you. When you feel isolated from those you love, remember God's with you. When you worry about having enough, remember God's with you. When you have to make an an unexpected job change, he is with you. When you're exhausted from a day with those precious little angels of yours, those little children, he is with you. When you need to have a difficult conversation, he's with you. When you don't feel strong enough for the challenge that you're facing, he's with you. When you're confused and unsure about the, the direction that you need to move or you're harassed by anxiety, God is with you. When you're weighed down by the darkness that you're facing, he's with you. When you're saddened by your loss, he's with you. When you're scared by the change, he's with you. When you find yourself at a breaking point, he's with you. He is for you and he is with you. He won't leave you. He won't forsake you because he knows your fears. He knows what happened and where you need to be. He knows how to get you from where you are to where you need to be. So Easter isn't just this declaration of faith that Christ rose from the dead 2,000 years ago. It's a practical outworking of the life of the a life of a new awareness that God is with us. Jesus said that I will be with you till the end of the age. You'll never be alone. Not only can he forgive you with power, but he can give us strength to help us discover his purpose. I want to introduce you just to a A few people today, members of Journey Church, they've discovered their purpose. They have put their faith and their trust in God, and they've been walking with him. These are everyday people like you and me. These are not actors. They're not professionals. But some of them, I want to let you know this, a bit of a warning, that some of them are going to share some very vulnerable parts in their life. And it takes a lot of courage to, to share their story. So I'm praying that as they share their stories today, you'll be aware enough to know that in this moment that God is speaking and He wants to help you. He wants to strengthen you in your situation. I pray that as you hear these stories, some of trauma and redemption, that God can also set you free to live out the good news, So our team's going to lead us in a song, and you're going to watch a video. They're going to come up on stage, these three people, and when they do, I want you to cheer them on because of the goodness and the good news of Jesus Christ today. So let's check out this video. Thank you for joining us today on Journey Church Podcast. For more information about our ministry, visit myjourney.church.